Welcome to the Ottawa Valley Sports Series Podcast, your source for sport in the Ottawa Valley. My name's Noelle and I'm your host. Tune in on Tuesdays every other week as we interview local athletes, teams, coaches, sport organizations, and businesses who are continuing to empower and inspire the next generation of sport in our community. In today's episode, I will be interviewing Eli, the owner and head coach of Ottawa Valley Voyagers. The Ottawa Valley Voyagers is the Valley's premier paintball team. They compete in CPS, the Capital Paintball Series in Ottawa, and attend scenario events around the province. Their players also get the opportunity to participate in paintball events that are hosted all over the province of Ontario. Thank you so much, Eli, for coming on the Ottawa Valley Sports Series podcast to tell us all about the Ottawa Valley Voyagers. I'm super excited to learn all about this exciting paintball league located right here in the Ottawa Valley. So tell us a bit about the Ottawa Valley Voyagers. Hi. Uh, first off, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, this is going to be a ton of fun. Really looking forward to it. So the Ottawa Valley Voyagers, we're, uh, we're a paintball team and we... We definitely focus on tournament play, um, but we we kind of dabble in all aspects of the sport. Um, so we we get involved with like recreational play locally. Uh, just walk on Sunday, you know, join them with a birthday party or whoever else shows up and just play like mini scenario games. Um, we play big scenario games all over the province, and then of course we have our tournament play. So we we compete in uh cps capital paintball series down in ottawa and we compete against teams from as far as montreal and toronto every now and then we get teams from halifax oh wow so it was so really spread out you go past ontario even oh yeah absolutely we do wow wow and now i'm curious because i know i was talking to you before the format for tournament play yeah so uh for those who aren't super familiar with what speedball or x-ball looks like for tournament play it's basically it's played five on five and it's either an elimination or touch the buzzer at the other team's start box to get a point uh when a point is over if the player is clean meaning they have no hits on them then that team will be awarded a point and we play a race to three so first team with three points wins but one of the things that a lot of people find hard to follow in the start when they first get into paintball is uh, we use a split deck format. So two teams will be playing against each other while another two teams are playing so that we do a point for team A and B and then a point for team C and D and then bounce back and forth until a team wins and that way it gives the players uh, a couple more seconds off the field because it's it's super fast paced it's a lot of uh explosive maneuvers big bursts of energy in and out and quick snaps uh whether it's like short distance or long it's very much uh explosive snap play so having that break while another two teams are playing uh really really helps the players have that chance to rejuvenate okay okay and whereabouts do you guys play like is it around here well so the league is hosted at commando paintball in in ottawa they're they're actually out just past orleans um we 
we play a lot down at Marked uh, Paintball outside of Carlton Place, um, which is where we actually had you out. Yes, that was that was fun. And then uh, we play up here in Petawawa at Thirteenth Monkey. Um, it's our local field. We are in the working progress of building a proper like tournament practice area. Um, but for now, it's just scenario maps. Oh, okay. Um, but we love it, and it's super close for all of us, and it gives us that opportunity to get out and yeah, get in some reps and sling some paint and have fun. For sure, for sure. And you guys are thinking of building that here, like Petawawa, Pembroke? Yeah, so uh, 13th Monkey is right beside the airport. Okay. Um, and that's where we're slowly working on building a field that we can practice for tournaments. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, so I am curious, uh, going back to like the game and how we were talking a bit about it, is there different positions or roles that you guys play or how do you delegate those things? So the way the field is laid out, it's, uh, it's a series of anywhere from 30 to 35 bunkers usually. Okay. Um, and they, they come in various shapes. So you might get three or four cans they, and they look like a big pop can they're just in, in like an inflatable the size of a person or bigger and then we have bricks and we have doritos uh which look like little mini pyramids and then we have a, a snake which is they're super long but low so it's like you're gonna have to crawl through it to move to advance up the field and play really really tight okay so that one the snake uh, usually benefits someone who's fast and tiny because they can they can move um, quickly obviously to different positions and getting into those tricky spots yeah exactly because it's a much tighter uh, like a smaller bunker if you have someone small enough that can play it you have an advantage um and then and then behind our snake player we always have like a, a back and we'll have three three guys that we or three players that we call back players so that usually it's one on each corner and one in the center, but sometimes it's two to one side and one to the other. And then we always have a, a Dorito attacker. So Dorito front. And basically the way it works is the attackers are trying to move up. So snake attacker and Dorito attacker and cut off the field with an angle so that they can own a bigger portion of the field and slowly like close out and pinch uh, the other team in between lanes of fire. And as they move up, uh, it becomes a communication game more than anything. It's strategy and communication. And it's all about the back players being able to communicate across the back line and up to their front players so that everyone knows where the other team is, who's left, who's uh, aimed at who, where the risk is, and where where there's a chance for a reward or to get an elimination. So it's really, like, like you just said, it's super important to make sure that you guys are communicating, and I'm assuming you guys have different cues and different things that you use as you're playing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll have codes for like kills or eliminations. 
um, and for how many of our own are down. Because if you lose a player uh, who gets shot out, then now you're playing four on five or three on five. And that makes a very big difference in how defensive or how offensive you want to uh, be at that time. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense for sure. If you go down players uh, when the buzzer starts, so off the break, then you're going to want to, okay, who's who made it into their bunker safe? Yeah, we got four guys alive. Okay, we've only found three of them. So we have the advantage and we push. Okay, okay. So that's when you can kind of decide on what move you want to make next based on how you, obviously, how many men you guys have versus how many men they have. Yeah, absolutely. And what's open. If everyone is looking at uh, one side or the other, then the other side could be wide open to run down. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And like you said, it comes back to communication, making sure you're, you yeah. know, before you start running, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I am curious, uh, how do you guys uh, get your players? Are there tryouts for your team? Or, uh, like, what does it take to be a team member? And I guess what kind of benefits do they get? Uh, so to become a team member, we don't uh, we don't particularly host tryouts. We, we'll take anyone who wants to play and can make it out. What what will matter is based on their experience and and skill level will determine uh, if they they only play maybe rec ball with us. They're not really into the tournament play, and that's okay because we have a few players that only do scenarios. Um, maybe they're just getting into tournament paintball. So we have friends who run uh, a D six team, a lower division. And we'll get you in with them for the first uh, six months or a year. And then when you move up, you'll be joining us uh, in Division 5. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious. So I know we were talking a bit about the format for tournament play. But now yeah. this, is, this is scenario type. Are they different? So the scenario types have no uh, player ranking. It's what we call it open class. Anybody oh, okay. can come out and play. Um, it's free for all. Like, it's just anybody, any skill level, any playing style, come on out and have a good time. Okay, okay, interesting. And is it the same, like, format? Like, I know you were mentioning, like, a five versus five, or is it different? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so, scenario paintball can be, like, two, three, four hundred on, on one team oh, going wow. against the same on the other side. Okay, so it's a, a so, much more people can play. Yeah, uh, scenario paintball could be hosted on a hundred acres, whereas like tournament paintball is one hundred and twenty by one hundred and fifty. Oh, okay. So, okay, so this is this is interesting. Then I didn't realize the yeah. the difference. So the tournament versus the scenario type. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll have anyone come join us because we play both styles. So anybody can play a scenario, and if there's an interest in tournament playing ball, then we work you into it okay. um, and figure out what your style is and how you like uh, to fit in with the team and and how it goes. And then when tournaments are coming up throughout the year, it's who's available and 
to fill those positions. Okay, okay. And how long are the seasons? Uh, like, do they, like, tournament play, scenario? So do you... tournament play runs five events, uh, one a month through the summer, ending in September. And scenario, uh, basically, it's from as soon as the snow melts and dries up to when the snow flies. <laughs> so basically, as soon as you guys can get out on the... And, <laughs> on the... Oh, yeah, and, and I'll be completely honest, like, some of the most dedicated ballers will they'll paintball in the winter oh all wow. year doesn't matter doesn't stop wow that would that's cold <laughs> they'll wait for like a warm day and they'll throw on their snow pants and that sounds interesting though like going out in the snow and paintballing yep. have you done that before it's super fun it's super fun <laughs> i can imagine oh my goodness yeah the snow is probably covered in different colors <laughs> Yeah, the snow gets all covered, and if you're lucky, like, you can snow blow out trenches and build snow forts and all kinds of crazy stuff. It's fun. <laughs> that this, Yeah, this does sound fun. Um, now, have you guys played in any of, uh, like, tournament play recently? Or... Yeah. Yeah, we've uh, we had three events so far this year. Uh, our first event of the year, we... We were absolutely... We started out really strong. Uh, we finished prelims in first. And we got knocked out right away in the elimination round, unfortunately. Um, oh, okay. So we finished fourth out of eighth. Okay, but that, that's still not too bad. Yeah, it was it was a really good show. Um, it was a close elimination, and we we put up a fight all day. So we were very, very happy with that. Um, and we played Division 5. Um, so we, we had teams from... Montreal and Toronto playing against us, um, against their little small town club. <laughs> and then uh, next month we we didn't have some of our top guns, uh, so we were actually because the way it ranks for teams is based on your players and their experience. And if you have too many players with too many points, it pushes you into the next division. Well, without some of our heavier players uh we were able to rank d6 so we went and played d6 and we brought out some of our new guns our, our new shooters and uh gave them a taste of what speedball was like and they placed fifth out of six so for guys that had never competed before it was amazing we were happy oh well that's good though you know it's you, you got to build up to that, right? It, oh, yeah. Especially coming out in your first time going out. That's that's still really good. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, I think it was two weeks ago, we we played uh, event three. And I don't know if it was the weather or just the other teams or the way things came together. And it uh, we ended up placing ninth out of tenth in Division five. Maybe it was a little bit of rust from taking an event off. I don't know. Um, but we're putting in work and getting ready for the next one. Yeah, well, that's the sports, right? You win some, you lose some, you you know, and then you learn from, you know, what you did that worked, oh, yeah. what you did, you know what I mean? You learn from the losses just as much or more. Yes, exactly, exactly. They, they always said that you learn way more from a loss than you do a win. Yeah, so... We're learning. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited to to see like you know as you guys keep going because I follow you guys a lot on Facebook and 
you know, it's nice to see you guys going out and playing tournaments and, and seeing how you guys do. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. We love it. Um, and the guys have so much heart. And, like, they're they're just out there having a blast and uh, happy to sling some paint and shoot some of their friends. And it's always a good time hanging out in the, like, in the player pits because there's, you know, 15, 20 teams sometimes hanging out there. And in between games, you get to socialize with all your buddies, too. So we, we really enjoy that side of it. Of course, of course. You're getting your, your social with fun, you know, and yeah. you're you're active and you get to play a fun sport, you know. We uh, we tell the other teams that we play, you know, oh, you're only enemies for the next five minutes. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> and then you go back to being friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, now, so there is there a few paintball teams then in the Ottawa Valley? Uh, so, yeah, if you want to talk, like, Renfrew County specifically, um, or Upper Ottawa Valley, we have three. Okay. Uh, so, we're all based out of 13th Monkey, um, at this time, and we have Covert Ops, who's been, uh, the longest running and still active. They've been around for, oh, quite a few years now. And they're uh, they're an open class team, so they they don't compete in tournaments. They don't specialize in like certain types of scenarios. They just they play all the fun like walk on games and open class scenario events where there's not really like any r- limitations. Um, and we have Division Thirteen, which is a they call themselves a Magfed team, so they play with. A specific type of paintball gun or paintball marker um, that looks or feeds the paintballs in a more realistic manner so that they're playing with a limited amount of rounds and uh, a more tactical style so it looks more like the call of duty and the uh, world of war or whatever uh, video games or movies that you would see they play all that tactical, um, and they're awesome. Uh, they're a good group of guys, uh, both both teams, really. And then there's us that is – we're more of the tournament team, but we also play the rec ball in the, the open class. Okay, okay. So kind of what differentiates you from the other teams is that you're yeah. more tournament-focused? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. But that's neat. I, it's nice because, you know, if people are interested, they have, you know, a few different selections based on what they would like to do with it. It is nice. And all three teams are co-ed. Oh, okay. So for girls and guys, that's nice. Yep. We have girls on all three teams. Oh, nice. And how how have you guys been doing? Like, your teams are, are they, like... Um... Like, are your teams full? How How is this year? Have you getting a lot of people come out? It's... It's been a weird couple years at the fields. I feel like uh, it's been not super consistent, I think. Um, with COVID and the lockdowns, it was in and out of, like, who if you can host or if you can't, or how many you're allowed at the fields at one time. And then uh, now that we've kind of come out of it, there was a big boom near the end where, like, all of a sudden there was a lot of players coming back into the game, uh, guys that had gotten out and, like, Stopped playing paintball for five, six years. Had kids, had families. Uh, now their kids are getting older. 
and like they're coming back. Some of them are like their kids are coming back. And uh that's great to see. And now I feel like with, with the recession it's there's there's maybe a few less people showing up. Guys are a little bit more leery about the big traveling games. They want to stay a little bit closer to home. So it's 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 been a little bit challenging, obviously, with COVID and now with the recession. But it... yeah, I, I mean, we started the team in 2020. We knew what we were uh, walking into. But I mean, for starting the team during COVID, like you started it, was it right before COVID or during? Yeah, uh, basically at the start of COVID. Oh, wow. Okay, but like that that's amazing, though. You started it during COVID. We talked about we talked about starting the team back in. I think like December of 2019 and it wasn't until probably February, March of 2020 that we, we like started putting uh, things together. Okay. Okay. Wow. Well, good for you guys though, for, you know, starting during COVID and you guys are still going and you guys still have people coming out and, you know, we started with five core players and now we're up to about 20. That's good. Uh, 20 players on the team. That's really good. So it's nice for you guys. You must have a good, you know, a good chunk of girls and guys to go out to the tournaments and get to play. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, before we kind of close off the, the podcast, I would love uh, to know your story and kind of what got you into paintball. Okay, so uh, I was, oh God, maybe 10, 12 years old uh living in hamilton and it was a birthday party and i went and then me and a couple buddies were like hey that was a lot of fun we should go back and then that week uh that weekend when we went out there the field owner was talking with us and like i wanted to buy one of the markers off the wall and like play more but obviously they were expensive uh, and i was young and didn't have a job so he ended up giving me a job and I picked up garbage around the field and helped clean. And then I, eventually I started refing. and if I would ref Sunday, I would play Saturday and that's kind of what got me into it. And then, uh, I've basically been doing that since even, even though like I have a full-time job and everything, um, I still jump in and ref a couple games a year or, you know, uh, at least a few games a year, sometimes some years a lot more, some years less, and then play as much as I can and, yeah, and coach and run the team. And I kind of dabble in, like, all aspects of the sport as much as I can. Yeah, it sounds like it. You you know, you've, you're the head coach, you've done ref, you're playing. Like, it's, it's amazing. And you clearly found something very young that you loved. And I love that, you know, you're still doing it. Yeah, I'm over uh, 20 years as a paintballer. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, that's a long time. And now it's kind of exciting, though. You got to kind of start your own team, you know, just recently, the last few years. So that's super exciting. And I'm yeah, sure you're really learning is. a lot, you know, about that aspect of things as well. Oh, absolutely. And I, I hope, you know, the biggest the best thing I could wish for is for some of the newer players that we have to be around for 20 years and to be starting their own teams and running their own clubs or fields or whatever, but to see them still around then, I'd love to see all of them still around in 20 years playing 
or involved. Yeah, that would be that would be really awesome. And I would love to see you guys, you know, continue to grow. And like you were saying, you guys are looking to have maybe something be built here within the next, hopefully in the near future, which would be super exciting. Yeah. And I mean, the, the support we get locally from the community is fantastic. Um, all of our sponsors are outstanding. No Frills, the boxing, Pembroke Boxing Club, uh, Precision Textiles. Like everyone treats us like gold. Aw, but that's good. I love that, you know, uh, the community is supporting sport. Yeah, it's it's a ton of, uh, it's very humbling. And like we get to go out and do uh, charity events with our sponsors and stuff. Um, so barbecues and things like the Jason Blaine tournament with no frills, uh, rumble in the Valley when we have that with boxing club and it's nice to give it back to and say thanks for that support. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And those are all great events as well. And, you know, you get to go out and support them as they support you, right? We all help each other. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Eli, for taking the time to join me uh, tonight on the Ottawa Valley Sports Series podcast. It was a pleasure to speak with you um, and learn more about Ottawa Valley Voyagers, the sport of paintball, and a little bit about yourself. All right. Thanks again for having me, Noelle. Yes, yes. And for those listening and wanting information, where can they find more information? Uh, so they can hit us up on our Instagram or our Facebook page, Ottawa Valley Voyagers. And find us there and shoot us a message and we'll get a hold of them or they can send an email to ottawa valley paintball all one word at gmail.com okay perfect okay thank you so much eli yeah no problem